Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, 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 really trying to get the message out. I know, really? Yeah, yeah, really, we're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie Podcast once, twice, three times, four times a week, it all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie Podcast. God bless. And stay blessed. Take care. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. Today's guest is going to be David Consatio, my man. Um, he'll be on the on the screen momentarily. I see him. He's, li- he's going to be live in a few seconds. So my friend, David Consatio, New Bedford cop, just like I was, um, well, he still is. Uh, worked at the New Bedford Boys and Girls Club, mentoring, coaching, done everything under the sun. Definitely someone I, I truly, truly admire, and uh, I'm very loyal to his friendship over the years. And um, so, without further ado, David Consatio. Hey, Charlie, how's it going, man? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So before we get started, I just want to say uh, hey, homage to you. I, I catch probably 90% of your podcast. And if I don't catch it live, I usually catch it, you know, on the recording part of it. But it, this thing is really doing things, Charlie. It's really, really appreciate it. I know a lot of people in the neighborhood appreciate it because they learn. They learn some history in your podcast. Oh. It's a great idea, whoever did it, whether it was yours or whether it was Michelle's idea. <laughs> but, uh, and the name, the name is unbelievable. Really, Charlie is it's a great catch. Great catch. Oh, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, sometimes it's like your mother using your first name and your last name. I mean, first name and middle name. Oh, and yeah. Some, sometimes it's just, you know, Charlie, you know, it, it's, it got several meanings, several I, I definitely know when I'm in trouble when I hear really Charlie. So, but uh, I'm so. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, the uh, podcast thing is something I'm liking, and uh, I, I I'm gonna continue to do it, whether it's here locally, whether it's nationally, whatever it may be. I'm gonna continue to do it, and uh, bring these stories out. But you know me, I like the I like the local stories. They really appeal to me. So. See, see, Charlie, what you're doing, it's, 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 it's great. Like you said, and you never know what it could turn into, but there's only one way to find out. True. And, and I know there's a lot of, a lot of people out there watching. And if you have a dream or if you have something, you know, that you want to do, 
just go out there and do it. You never know what it can turn out to be. That's so true. Um, someone said no walkout music. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody knows me, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody knows. Like you said, you know, I did a lot of things. We did a lot of things. Yeah, it's um, you know what? We we talked about some things, some guests coming on here. You know, you and I kind of trying to reach out to some other people to get them on here and um but you know what this tops it this tops what i you know having you on here where we can kind of go back and forth and talk about some things and um you know just like the other guests i'm just trying to give you flowers while you're standing and i definitely know you've been standing actually you probably still wearing your high school pants you know because they probably still fit you yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I, I wish. I wish. But like you know, like I always say, you know, you're giving flowers to me. That if you gave me two flowers, I would turn around and give you one back. Because you're definitely it. well deserving of that. Are you kidding me? And and that's to me every time I hear that on your podcast about giving somebody flowers that's still here, it, it hits. It hits me. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that I wish I gave flowers to that are no longer with us. You know and. And and that's 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 big when you say that, and I'm sure it hits a lot of people, you know, when they when they realize it. And we all should give flowers to the people that are still standing, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. The uh, it's so um, you know, on the bottom line, it says David Consatio keeping the Consatio tradition alive and well. You're doing a great job, you know. Mr. Casatio's up there looking at you. He's probably sitting right in the background behind you, just saying, "All right, son, do your thing," you know. Oh yeah, with, with a joke, with a joke attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with a jet, with a joke attached to it. Yeah, it is, Jason. It. Adidas forever. You know that, Jay. That's my man it. Flea it is one. It is one of the guys in my loop right there. Jason Baptiste, absolutely. Good you know? dude, man. Yeah. That's it. That kid, man, he he made me dribble the ball correctly, you know. I was trying to do my best, but, man, he, I said, he's going to steal this ball, man. I got to be cool, you know. And uh, But eventually he gave, oh, me yeah. three or, he, gave me, he gave me three or four times in the game. I'm like, sucker, man. But that, that kid made me look so good so many times. There's two people I always say, you know, him and Don Alessa, that they, they made you run the lane the right way. Because if you didn't, they let you know. But if you did, you were rewarded. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's another absolutely one of, another one of my favorite point guards, Donald Lesser. You know, we just... Oh, absolutely. Both of them right there. My two. Top of the list. Definitely. Right there. I'll play with those guys any day of the week. Anywhere. That's it. I, I wish we... <laughs> we, we needed... <laughs> Let's see if Dave smiles, I would. Cut. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, Nate, listen, Nate. <laughs> hey, I was always told you never judge a book by its cover, you know. <laughs> and talk about Larry Johnson. Oh yeah, you know that's that's gonna come up at least once in this in this podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> Nate's another another solid guy that I watched grow up and and did great things. Yeah, did great things. Yes, you up to the boys yeah. club? Oh yeah, boys and girls club. Yes. I'm going to apologize now, Charlie, too, because some people, you know, we call it the Boys Club, and then some people get upset because it's the Boys mm -hmm. and Girls Club. 
But they need to understand when I was there, it was the boys club, you know, growing up there and working there for so many years. And then it changed. So I get caught up sometimes, you know, and there's one person that's probably she's not watching. She heard about it. Bernadette was the one that always corrected us. Mm -hmm. And and it was a great thing that she did because she's right. Absolutely. It's true. And then then sometimes, you know, it's it's when you're bringing up some stories it's at the time it was called the boys club. You know, where right. it's like, where, all right, we were walking to the boys club, you know, and it, it, that's what it was back then. And, and, you know, a lot of times where, you know, I'm listening to stories about Andre McCoy and it's like, you know, they said, I didn't, the New Bedford boys, boys club, you know, boys club. Right. And, and some of the old timers just can't get it. Not that we're old timers, but you just yeah. can't get rid of it. Yes, yes. And then I told, I was always corrected by Mr. V and Robert Mendes that it's called the Boys and Girls Club of New Bedford, not yeah. the New Bedford Boys and Girls Club. And, and they explained mm-hmm. to me why, and I, I totally understood. Totally understood. Mm-hmm. So totally true. understood. Yes, yes. We have, uh, let me see, I'm going to I'm gonna hit you with a question or two, you know. Um, the... Uh, Let's start off with, all right, Charlie Perry's running this three-on-three tournament, and the only people involved in this three-on-three tournament is the Consatio family. So I want you to pick two others from your Consatio family, boy, girl, it's just your family that you're going to have on your team with you. Ah, that's a tough question, Charlie, because from the stories I hear about my dad, unfortunately, you know, we were too young to watch him play. I would definitely have to pick him, and then I would have to go with – it's hot, hot for me to say this, Charlie. You know what I'm going to say. You know, I have to go with my brother Danny, my older brother Danny. Yeah. But Derek would be there. If somebody got hurt, Derek would definitely be right there, but those would be mine. Derek would be ourselves back in the day. But Danny, definitely, because I know he passed the ball. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, Danny was a passerby. Yeah, from the stories they had, my father they say he was a hell of a defender. They said it was fast. So, hey, there's only one thing left for me. I got somebody to pass it, somebody to defend it. I'm gonna shoot it. <laughs> uh huh. Definitely. Yeah. So I I like to see that. Um, but I mean, you guys probably just being in the yard, you know, mom and dad's yard, you're probably competing with anything, whether it's. Oh, volleyball, everything. volleyball, everything, you know, so. Everything. It was that whatever we played, exactly. It was, there was the competitive juices in there. Absolutely. Some fights, some fights occurred yep. over those games. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no lack of uh, competitiveness with all, with everyone in that family, you know. Oh, no. E- no. Everyone's going at it. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually. My mom, uh, I mean, my mom plays sports, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um Mandy Jones asked question, does the Boys and Girls Club have any programs for kids on the autism spectrum? Um I'm not sure, Dave, I haven't Yeah, been I'm not I'm not sure to like yeah, but but to be honest with you to answer Mandy's question, I would give them a call, Mandy, because they are growing. You know, mm-hmm. they you know, obviously COVID slowed a lot of things down, but they're growing. And uh and it's it's phenomenal that from the time I left there, I left there in 2000, you know, I'm still over there all the time, but uh, I left there in 2000 and I see it growing. 
actually, I'm on the board of directors there now, and uh, that's my second home. I'm not giving that place up. I've been involved in that place since I was seven years old up until now, you know, and still going. But, uh, yeah, I would, I would ask Mandy to give them a call. Definitely. Definitely. That's it. Got one of your mentees over here. I ran into this gentleman today. And, Charlie, it was such a, a pleasure to run into him. It was a pleasure on one side, but on the other side, it was a little bitter because he's a grown man now. I, he was with his daughter. And I'm saying to myself, I remember when he was younger than his daughter. Mm-hmm. So that's where the yeah. bitterness comes in because we ain't getting any younger. Yeah. But it was, it was a proud, such a – it made my day running into this gentleman today, running into Willis Macklin. It was made my day. Always been a gentleman, always been a good kid. And talk about a competitor, athlete. Oh, mm-hmm. he was one right there. He's yeah, that's if you don't know who that is, Charlie. I think you do. That's do. Donald Burr. He's a Burr, you know. Yeah. So that tells you right there, being a Burr, he's athletic. No choice, you know. Actually, uh, Willis, I got to talk to you later about uh, when your mom and, and Paula Rosa babysat me. I got to tell you a nice story, <laughs> bro. I can't tell you on air, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I got, I'm gonna tell you a nice story. The uh, let me see. Um, yeah, we, I played um, with his father. Played softball with him. So, yeah, you know, between oh, mom, mom's between mom's side, him, his father's side, you know, they he stumbled out of the place being athletic. You know, that yeah. was already in his blood. Yeah. So, I got my boy Jack. Let's see. Jack. What's, What's up, Jack? Nice to hear from you, as Jack. always. Always committed man, to the screen. Yeah, every every time I see Jack Nagia's name, I think of uh, kitchen, Chicken Cacciatore. He'll know why. He's probably <laughs> laughing right now. And I remember the day that, you know, basketball, we played football together, but it was basketball, and his mother cooked us Kitchen Cacciatore. That was the first time I had it. And, Charlie, it was so good that I'm still remembering it. Um, that was probably back in 84, 85, and I still remember it. That's why every time I, I think of it, you know, Jack, I think of his mom. And we had some laughs together. So true. Jack was a good man to have on your side. He was a big boy. Oh, yeah. One of the one of the top linemen that I played with. And um, definitely, uh, uh, you know, love him. Love him to death since day one. Yeah. In fact, me and Jack go back way back. It's almost elementary school. Um, but, uh, from different schools, that's how long I've known him. So, yeah. uh, Damon, the man that says, who's the best horseshoe player in the Casatio family? Damien, now I got to answer this because I'm going to say, you remember, I grew up in the boys and girls club. I worked in the boys and girls club. I'm going to say me, uh-huh. even though I don't play horseshoes much. Give me a, give me a day or two and I'll be right there. That's right. Just but right now, if I had to play horseshoes right now, it would be the Daniel Derrick. I can't. Uh-huh. I don't know which one. I don't know which one. Yeah. Well, it's 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 like shooting free throws, man. You That's it. Get some repetition, you'll be all right. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So, got another tough question for you. All right. Who is the Mount Rushmore of the Boys Club? Who would be that? Oh, oh, definitely. Uh, and no, in no particular order. 
Mr. 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 Vincent, people know him as Bucky Vincent. There's no doubt about that. Robbie Mendes. No doubt about that. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to think who else who else that it would go there. Uh, Miss Agnes. Yeah. Definitely Miss Agnes would be up there. I'm sorry, I have to put Miss Agnes there. And Anarai. You know, people that, that went back in the day, Anarai. She, you know, those 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 would be my four, you know, to keep it to keep you know the boys and girls club, I'll go two and two. You know, two females, two males. But good, but good. that's what I remember when I think of the boys and girls club. There it is. Those are the guys that I would put up there is is Mr. Vincent, Mr. V, uh, Mrs. Agnes. Mm-hmm. Robert Mendes for sure, and yeah. and and uh, Anna Rack. All right, cool. Yeah, nice yeah. one, nice one. The uh, yeah. Well, I'm not, and Nathan's got a comment there, but I'm not going to that right now. I want to just go. Right. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna start off with that comment he got, which is really what I want to talk about too. So, um, actually, we're gonna go into it. Um. And someone's trying to get you mad in that comment section right now. But. Ah, see, okay, I can't see that, so I don't know. Yeah. All right. But uh, why that's Why you doing that? Like you know, give. I see Anton Tavares. That's my brother. That's, that's my one boy. of those guys that we don't see each other much, but when we do, it's like we never lost a beat. You know, never Man. lost a beat. Always. 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 His mother. His mother's like my mother. I don't care. She. She's a, a sweetheart. Love her to death. And I feel right back every time I see them. Oh, yeah. Good, good family. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, let me see. And we all know Ryan's looking down at us also. He's probably laughing right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely, because he's laughing because he's thinking about a story from when I used to go over there. We all we had some fun times. So, absolutely. Well, here's a guy that coached us for a couple of years, maybe one or two years. And uh, that was a good team. And nope, not that one. Not not Michael Kahn. Dwayne Grace. Michael Kahn. There you go. Dwayne, Dwayne yes. Grace coached all the way team. That was uh, yep. some good memories. And, um, oh, absolutely. But I, I go, when I think of Dwayne, I, I think of how I could never get away from that guy. <laughs> we were, you know, we were younger. You know, we would do things like, and you know, it was the crew was him, Bobby, and Paul. You know, it was me, Hector, and we would do things to him and try to get a head stop. We couldn't get away from Dwayne. That guy was too fast. He missed his coming. He should have been. You know, if he was, if he played football, he wanted to play football. We would be talking about him today. That's how fast mm-hmm. that guy was. Yeah, Dwayne Grace was fast, but at the same time, Dwayne was one of those guys that disciplined us when we deserved it. But at the same time, he was there for us if we needed him. You know, doing his thing. Absolutely. Nope. I appreciate him from since day one. Yeah. In fact, when he creeps in the city, I try to make sure I see him. Oh, Um, yeah. Give him a nice hug. Let's see. The best thing I can say about David Consatio is he reminds me of his dad. Awesome guy. Keeps it real, straight up, and squared away. Of course. Greatly appreciate that, Michael. Thank you, Mike. Greatly appreciate that, my man. Another point, God, that another generation, but I got to play with him. Another point, God, unselfish, right there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I enjoyed watching him uh, at the park. I love, I love playing with people that gave you the ball, Charlie. You know, he was one of them. I said definitely. 
Yep. Every time he shot it from that 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 elbow area, top of the key. Oh yeah. Say, oh, that's good. It's good. Michael had that that shot. And in fact, I still catch him. And see him at Monty's. He's still shooting from that same type area. You know. Uh, Nathan Victor says it looks like you have plenty of room there, Dave. Can we get some <laughs> ice crew moves? You good? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey. Uh, let's see. Can you hey, hear me, Dave? Hey, but Nate, yeah, I can hear you now. Nathan, I don't want to get hurt, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need some ice after I do an ice crew move now. Yeah, As a matter of fact, look at this. I'm going to show you something. It's funny that you do that. Look, 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 Charlie. Look. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. That's <laughs> all, man. That was some of the best time of our lives right there. The crew oh, that yeah. we had. What a, what a, what a good crew it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, let me see here. Am I coming in? Do I put on a light? I'm, I'm going to put on a light yeah. here, Charlie. It looks like I'm getting down. All right. Sorry about that. I'm back. Yeah. The, uh, my cousin down here, Simone, saying hello to you. Another great app. Oh, hello. Hi, Simone. How are you? Hope everything's well. That was another one I was proud of. Um, since he was probably eight, eight years old, maybe. I said, man, yeah. this kid's going to be pretty good, man. And, uh, excelled in a lot of things. Um, but that's, that's in his blood, that peanut blood he got, you know, it just, oh, yeah. it's got a lot of, See Billy, Billy, our boy Billy, you know. See Billy Mac. Hey Bill, there you go, there you go, Bill. Let's see, but uh, the um, let's see what's this say here. Uh, <laughs> tell him give us that ice crew head slide. Oh, who's that? Who's that, Charlie? <laughs> I can't tell, man. <laughs> I, it it just says. <laughs> Facebook user. All right. Oh, um, man. If Russell I had to Rain. take a guess, that is... Let's see, Russell Raymond said he... Yeah, it might be, you know. Oh, Russ. Yeah, yeah. hey, Russ. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, I thought... I didn't know Russ was still around here until the, the uh, podcast, man. I was, and that was a good show. That I watched that whole thing. Definitely. He, Russell's on punishment. He can only go to work to home, which is only two oh, blocks away. <laughs> Hey, and I didn't realize he accomplished a lot of things that he did. Good for you, Russ. Yeah. Good for you. And and I forgot all about the radio station. He was the first. I, yeah. Now, you know, once he talked about it, it brought back all those memories. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, he said Ice Crew. Uh, let's see. A crush, he mentioned. Let me see. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know about the crush. Yeah, I screw a crush. I don't know. Well, if we do it now, you might be crushed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, your teammate here, Jack, says um, best time, halftime of the Vosti games. You know, the ice crew. Child, we got we got yelled at one time because I think it was in Bonstable. We had a battle while the Vosti was playing, and I coached him like it too much because it got a little loud and got. A 
a little got a little heated. You know, we we were battling out. Oh yeah, we got a triple one time in Barnstable. I'll never forget that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the good old days. Good old days, Charlie. It's actually nice that um, you know, that New Bedford and Barnstable rivalry is still intact. Um, oh yeah. The uh, hey, I'll tell you a funny story, right? We was, let me see, actually I was coaching, right? And it's not Bonspoke, but it's uh, the other rivalry, Brockton, right? Yes. So all the coaches are going, you know, we're coming in with the team, football team, right? Walking through the stadium. And uh, one of the guys at the gate, right? He looks at me and he says, you know, we all go back and forth. And he says, Save the whales. <laughs> so save the whales. That's funny. I, I wanted to call them a bunch of names, but I, I just oh, laughed it off. Absolutely. I, I, that's all I you laughed, can do, man. I laughed it off, man. That was That's, that all, was that's all you can talk. do, Charlie. That's all you can do. Oh, but, no. So, somebody's already starting with you here. All right. Oh, oh man. Ah, see, yeah, he won the shootout today. <laughs> he won the shootout today. I think it was ten to seven. I thought it was ten eight, but he he said it was ten to seven. So I guess you know we'll leave it at talk about competitive juices now, Charlie. This guy still motivates me. Oh yeah, Robert Mendes, yep. top top shelf. Definitely top uh, shelf. He's been been doing I, it for I, so many years, and he's also playing at a great 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 level you know and i could go yeah. on and on and on about this guy when it comes to my life charlie he's always been there for me like quick story you know i was with the boys club all those years you know i worked it's funny because i'll even go back further just to go real quick robbie mendes coached me when i played for the barristers my first year then yeah you know, then he went over to the vets eventually but he was my football coach i remember there was times where he would take me home after practice because my parents worked and they would pick me up at his mother's house, and he would be there with me. I'll never forget that. Then my first championship I won playing basketball, Robbie Mendy was the coach who won the rec tournament, you know, playing for the Boys and Girls Club. To the point where, you know, I was a member at the Boys and Girls Club. You know, we were, we were the gym. We were, we were the gym rats. Who ran the gym? Robbie Mendy's. To the point where I said I, gotta, I wanted to be around Robbie so much that I wanted to get a job there. And I found out how you get a job there. And I remember them telling me it's a nonprofit organization. We just don't hire, you know, maybe for the summertime thing. Hmm. But uh, no, he told me, uh, oh, we do work study. So I was at BCC at the time because I couldn't be a member no more. I was too old. He, they drew up a contract that I brought to BCC and BCC accepted it for me to do my work study there. Nice. And which led to them, you know, unfortunately, that's when Mr. V you know, got a little unhealthy at the time. And I was there to, you know, not replace Mr. V because nobody can replace Mr. Vincent. It was that Robbie kind of took the reins of what Mr. V was doing and his job and then whatever was left over for the gym was me helping out. Mm -hmm. yep. And they did everything and everything to keep me there as an employee. You know, it was like uh, through the CETA program, they would, you know, for the summer job, I would go through the CETA, you know, go through CETA, and they would they would work out something with CETA to keep me there. CETA was paying me. So eventually, they they picked up the bill. They ended up taking me. I ended up, you know, in the gym, as we know. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it started like in 1989, 
to 2000, I, I had the, the, the privilege of working with Rob. But one of the best things that happened to me there was I took the test to become a police officer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just took it, not thinking anything, child. They just took it, you know, hey, it was something, you know, that, you know, I love the boys and girls, but it was something, you know, to do. Let me take the test and see what happens. True. I pass, right? So I said, okay, you went to the interview, they hired me. The, the academy wasn't supposed to be till July. This is, this is April 29th, I find out, April around there. I get a call from Lieutenant Captain Bourne at the time. Yeah. Hey. They moved up. They they moved up the academy to May fourteenth. Wow, Charlie, I couldn't sleep for three days because now I got to go to Robbie Mendes to tell him that to give my two weeks notice. Yep, Charlie, I was like a little kid watching the first time watching a horror movie, scared, everything. I didn't know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. all these kids that you know you 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 get attached to. So here it is. I got to do it. Got to do it. Didn't eat that whole day. Didn't eat the whole day. Mm-hmm. Robbie, can I talk to you? And the officer talked. And I told him this is what was going on. I was thinking about it. I took the test, this, that, and the other. And I'm thinking, you know, but he goes, okay, that's great. And I said, but he says, well, when you leave, I says, two days. I had to give my two weeks notice. They start the academy May 14th. Here it is, April 29th. Charlie, I thought he was going to be mad, disappointed. Thing. It was the total opposite. Mm-hmm. He like almost like sat up. There was like a little glow that came up about him. And like he was proud of me. And he said, no, I'm proud. But, but you know, and it made Charlie, it made me feel so good. But now if you know Robbie Mendes, it's like his jump shot. He'll set you up, think you got it. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. put that jump shot in your face. So everything was, you know, everything was going good. He made me feel like, whew, all the pressure and everything off, off my shoulders. Like, I couldn't believe how he accepted it. But then here's that jump shot in my face, Charlie. You got to go tell the kids. <laughs> I went, what? He goes, yeah, Dave, you got to tell the kids. Man, Charlie. Bernadette, I had to tell Bernadette, hey, it all happened. We got all the kids in the gym. And there was there was there was tears, everything. There was parents that came to pick up the kids that went there. And when it, when it, when I had to tell them when I told them there was there was tears. Child, I'll never forget that day. There was like two or three kids that grabbed my legs and wouldn't let me leave. And I'll never forget that. Never ever forget that. Yeah. But that was that was that's and and you know, Robbie Mendes will always be a lifetime, lifetime brother, not a friend, a brother. And, you know, I've been and they accepted me to be on the board of directors. I've been on the board of directors for quite a few years now. That's my second home. Yeah. Second home. But Robbie Mendes is is definitely. You know, he's there for me. He was always, always will be. I feel he's always there for me through my bad times and, and my good. He was there. Definitely there. Well, I'm I'm still. I'm still on punishment because of Robbie, and uh, he said because I only gave him an hour podcast, and so between Michelle and and Shanae, they got me on punishment because I should have kept Robbie on for two more yeah. hours, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and he could, and you could go on. That man is is 
It's just, you know, like I said, I hate saying this because he's sitting there taking it all in. Yeah. This would be the last time I say this publicly. <laughs> hey. Well, wait, he, he can hear it anyway. He, he got you on record. He's just going to play it when you're on the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with that man is, is I can't, I can't repay that man. He's going to, I can't repay him for things to impact that he had on my life and, and things that I've done today, even with my family and things that, you know, is, is, is due to Robbie. We had some conversations and we, there was some tough times that I had it, but Robbie Mendes was right there, right there to pick me up. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. And, um, anyone that knows you guys, we all know that the, uh, Let's let's go to Jason Baptiste. He said Billy Ass wants his killer B shorts. <laughs> that is funny. Hey Charlie, that was like you know you know what the killer bees are, right? It was yep. a basketball team that we had. I don't think we lost the game. And I know I played with them about two or three years, and we didn't lose a game. And 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 I remember I wasn't one of the original members of the Killer Bees, but I ended up earning a spot there. And uh. And Billy Ass was one of those guys that always got on me. He said, you didn't earn those shorts yet, Dave. I can play the best game of my life. And Billy Ass would be there. You still didn't earn those shorts. And still today, he asked me for those shorts back. When I know, when he, when he doesn't ask me, I'm going to go up to Billy and say, hey, are you all right? Did I do something wrong? You know, that's one of those. Hey, another guy, another kid that I watched grow up and, and coached him. I had the opportunity to coach him in, in, a, in a couple of tournaments. And good, good ball player. Oh, he really, definitely. Really, was a, he was a pure scorer, that guy. Pure no scorer. No doubt. It's and all... I seen that it was Jason Beast that Jason Baptiste that put it out there. They, that was a one-two combination right there. And they, you, you rarely, rarely seen them on a different teams. Yeah. You know, they were, they were definitely, you know, going to play together and didn't really, didn't need it. They had the chemistry already, you know, and it was just. Absolutely. Flea knew yes. Flea knew where he was. He knew where Flea was gonna be. Yeah. And, he was a gym rat too at the boy. He was always at the boys and girls club. Another gym rat. Yeah. Billy was one of those guys we had to kick out the gym when it was time to close. Billy, we gotta go home. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he didn't care. He had a short walk, you know. Oh yeah. Oh he yeah. Could, he could stumble out out the gym and be home at the same time, you know. That's right. Uh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Steven uh, Taylor Steve says, Taylor. he said, Joe Buck, you need some makeup. <laughs> I didn't expect anything less from him. You know what I mean? I didn't expect anything less from Steve Taylor. Another another guy I consider a brother. There are, Charlie, you know, I was always told, and it worked for me in life, you know, and this is great advice I had from my parents. They always said, you surround yourself with great people, great things happen. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I, I have a few. I have a few people that I call great. Doesn't mean that you're not a good person. If you're not, they're great. But I just have, you know, things that I make sure that, you know, I surround myself with great people. And and him and Robbie Mendes are definitely two of the few that are great. You know, and like you say, you know, I ain't got to mention, you know, we all know Donald Hector, you know, Trey, God rest George. So that, that'll always be, they're, they're all in the same group, you know. Jimmy Estrella, another one that brother, Michael Lairs, Myron Pina. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to forget anybody. I don't want to say the name because then there'll be people I forget. But uh, those are people that I consider that, you know, 
that are in my circle, and I'm I'm what I am today because of them. That's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, Taylor's good dude, man. I'd like to get him on here eventually, you know. You know yeah, he would be. Like he a, would be like I said. I'm gonna. I'm only gonna say this once. He is a good dude, but I won't tell him to his face. No, I don't. Don't. He, he better be recording this because he ain't never gonna hear it again. Yeah. That's my brother. That's another brother of mine right there. Absolutely. Why? Why is he calling all the brothers' names? He got a name for Willie ABM. He oh yeah. Him. Oh no, we're going to hey. Let me talk about that delay button. <laughs> he calling. Hey, can bucket. I tell you? Can I'm going to tell you a story on here about Willie Colts and Steve Taylor? What Steve did to me and Willie. Nice. The story starts at an opening that happened at the SRO. SRO at the high school. Actually, because Willie was leaving to go to mil- fulfill his military duties. And uh, I was I got the opportunity to go work over there. You know, my past experience with the kids. And here's Steve Taylor. Do you know Steve Taylor tells Willie before I meet him that, hey, you know Dave don't like dark-skinned people. <laughs> and he tells me, hey, Dave, one thing I want to warn you about, you know Willie don't like light-skinned people. <laughs> You know, he's from down south. He's from South Carolina. <laughs> hey, so the first day we go in there, you know that I'm not even looking at Willie. Willie's not even looking at me. <laughs> hey, it took about a good week or two to figure out, like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. He seems like a pretty good dude. And he's saying the same thing. And Steve starts laughing, and Steve brought that up. Man, we want to kill him. We want to kill him. <laughs> that Steve Taylor's no good, man. He's good, but no good. Yeah. In fact, he... He's still no good because he's asking you questions like this. Uh, he said, Charlie, ask him about the nasty Christmas. Charlie, I, I, like I said, I don't want to, you know, thing, but what it is is there's a few of us that we get together and we call nasty Christmas. Charlie, we've been kicked out of restaurants because of the laughter. And the, this just gets out of control. You know, we, we have like what they call, you know, when you pick a person's name and you pick a gift for them, the object is to buy the nasty nastiest who could buy the nastiest gift you know amongst us mm-hmm. man we had some if we could record it and put it down on paper we had some sitcoms and we would be making some money but like i said Definitely. we've been kicked out of restaurants for laugh just laughing too much and we had in some restaurants people joined us mm-hmm. people would join us laughing because they said you're having such a good time but oh what a good bunch of fellas nasty christmas <laughs> is a bunch of good fellas man absolutely Another good athlete, uh, Tyrone Goodeye, and saying my favorite coach. Ah, oh, thanks, Tyrone. Tyrone, and you and you were you were an easy guy to coach, man. Great after Goodeye family. What more could you say when you say you know athletes? The Goodeye family, all a bunch of athletes, and and, and Tyrone, and you know something. Talk about sportsmanship. That kid never. It seemed like he never got mad. You know whether whether you know things went his way or not, but he went out there and always gave it his all. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely um, enjoyed watching that whole family, especially Tyrone. It just um, doesn't get better than that, you know. You got tough men and women raising them, keeping them, you know, Christian values in them at all times. You know, they definitely was well behaved. Never, never had to worry. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I see Reggie Victor. Reggie Victor, I feel the same way about you, man. Reggie, Reggie's. Who could be mad at Reggie Victor? Nobody. If there's anybody out there that doesn't like Reggie Victor, I want to know who you are. Yeah, exactly. I don't care where you come from. That's Everybody loves Reggie, man. 
Big Papa, exactly. Big Papa well, now. Well, well, you Big Papa now, but back in the day, it was it was Big Rick, Slick yeah. Rick, Slick Rick. He ain't yes. never getting away from that. Oh no, 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 no. Rick gangs right there. That's who that is. But but again, even the, the Victor family period, all good people, all good people. Yeah. Dear. Uh, somebody said it's probably Donald. Said Taylor, Don. Dave won't answer the tough questions. Well, you answered one of them. That yeah. nasty Christmas. Yeah, that nasty Christmas. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, Charlie, you know, it feels like you know, like right now, I'm 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 sitting here, you know, with a good feeling. You know, you get these guys like like the Tyrone Goodine and Reggie, guys I haven't seen in a while, and I know I'm glad they're doing well. And like Tyrone, they like talking about the, you know, I coached them. Said the Boys and Girls Club brings everything. Always goes back to the Boys and Girls Club. Man. It's it's. Yeah. And and with the job today that we're doing, you don't even know how much that helped me make my job easier. Oh, it put me in it put me in positions that I that I loved for a few years. It just made you all well rounded. You know what I mean? And yeah, I love that boys and girls club, man. I'll never be able to repay it. You know what I mean? The yeah. people I met and and the things that I, it taught me and and you know it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, you talk about. You're not able to pay them. Robbie's saying he'll take money. He said, Robbie's saying he'll take money. Robbie, man, see what I mean? See what I mean, Charlie? About how could how could you not? You know? Yeah. Like I said, I'm blessed. I'm blessed when it comes to my friends. There's no doubt. And and I keep meeting them along the way. It, it's it's unbelievable. You know, it really is. It's it's really unbelievable. He says, watching from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Raven Gonzo always tuning in. Raven, God bless you. Blessings uh you and the family down there. Definitely another good childhood friend of ours, you know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good that she's doing well down in Georgia. Good for her. Yeah, definitely good people. Good for her. Yes. In fact her brother Michael's birthday was I keep think it's today, yeah. Happy birthday, Michael Gonzo. Oh, happy birthday, Mike. The, um, Absolutely. So, one of my most—I uh, mean, one of my favorite stories coming from you is—is uh, is stories when you talk about competing with Danny Consacio Jr. <laughs> I, I want you to tell the listeners and the viewers a story about you and Danny. Well, this this is this is one. Like before we even get there, uh, like I said, I, I never probably really said it out loud. I mean, Charlie had a conversation yesterday about it, but Danny was, I idolized my brother, Danny. You know, if I could, if I had the, the discipline that he had in, in sports, that I probably would have been a better athlete than I am today. You know what I mean? I probably would have did things a little differently, but that's what I idolized Danny about. He was one of those guys that if he wanted to, you know, he was good in every sport. He made the all-stars in basketball, football, baseball, Everything Danny touched, he was just, and he worked at it, he was just amazing at it, you know. And uh, like I said, this is a few things on this podcast I'm only going to say once, and I ain't going to say them again. But Danny is definitely one of the people I idolize, definitely when it comes to athletes. But there's a story that Charlie's talking about that when we were kids, we would play wiffle ball. You know, like I said, Danny wanted to play every sport. And there was times where, you know, the friends went around, and Danny always wanted to play, no matter, 24 hours a day. If he could play a sport 24 hours a day, Danny would want to do it. 
And he would always ask, me, do you want to play? Come on, let's play. I said, okay, if I play under one condition, I get my first ups. And we'd always play between two houses, Charlie. So, like, you know, it would be like a straight line. So it was perfect to play wiffle ball, you know, one-on-one. You know, you put the square on the thing. If it hits that, it's a strike. If you hit it, whatever. So I would get up. And Danny, like I said, he was an athlete. I didn't, if I got a hit, I got it, you know, then, then we played on. So now, when Danny gets his three outs, Danny gets up, I go pitch. See, now when you're pitching, you're away from the houses. So Danny would get up. I would throw a pitch. And he would look at it because I would probably throw it high on purpose. And when Danny looked back, I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into the house. And Charlie, he would get so mad. He would chase me. And he chased me in the house. I made sure my parents were home because Danny caught me. Oh, he would have whipped me up. You yeah. know? So my, and he would come in so mad. And my mother would say, you haven't learned your lesson yet. He does that to you every single time. Even still today, when we talk about it, like Thanksgiving, you Danny laugh, but you can tell it still bothered him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's one less win that he didn't get, man. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Charlie, if it happened 10 times, it, it didn't happen, you know? Oh, man. But that's a great story. And, yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of the memories I have, that, that laugh we laugh about till today. But it was all with love, Danny. It was all with love. That's for sure. That's it. New Bedford High School Whaler Hall of Famer. Yes. Danny Danny Casacio Jr. Definitely. Yeah, he uh, could have been a Hall of Famer in every sport, but you know how things go. They get political and things like that. That's the one thing I could say about my brother that he should have been in the Hall of Fame in, 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 in a few sports. Mm-hmm. But that's for another day, another subject. Yeah. True. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We have a. Uh, let me see. Um, you know, there's there's a it's one thing that I admired about your whole family is that um you know you guys are respectful um and you know like you and I talked about you know yesterday and that we met at the bo- at the Bay Village you know and, yes and, and that those, those Bay Village stories are unbelievable and and I still don't think that there's I don't know a one a village friend that I detach from. I really don't, you know. I, I, I would have to say the same, Charlie. Definitely, I would have to say the same. Yeah, because like I said, when we talked yesterday, in my mind, when I say, where, where did I meet Charlie Perry? Like I said, we were like seven, eight years old. And I remember that picture of the two slides that when you walked into Monty's Playground, when you, the way the old park was, when you first walked into the entrance, you had the two slides there. We met on that slide, and it was... Yeah. We became friends instantly right after that. And and next thing you know, you know, my uncle and your uncle were best friends and we've mm-hmm. seen each other everywhere and it, and it was here we are today. Still friends, you know. Here we are friends. today. Yes. The the uh you know, remember we talked about, you know, the the um you know, the north side of the Bay Village, the south side of the Bay Village. Yes. Marquis Park with that dividing yeah, was that, yeah, right was in the actually, middle, correct. Uh, yep. It, you know, Monty's was actually that meeting point, too, you know. That's where oh, we absolutely. Met, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, actually, I got to ask you a question. Um, uh, you ever play baseball at Monty's? That was just as Not fun at as Monty's. We, we, yeah, but we always went. I remember going across the street and playing in the, in the cemetery. 
Yeah, and it, it, that's. Yeah. I mean, we always played at the cemetery, but there was yeah. one time that we were able to play in Monty's. Nobody was really around, so we're playing. You know, we're playing towards where Calamita lived, going in the yeah. direction yeah. Of, of where. You know, with Bernie and Kelly and all them. Yes, so, yes, on the north side. So the, yeah. Yeah. So the home run would be over that fence. And oh, okay. With tennis balls. Oh, man. We had so much fun. And yeah. We actually had to break it up eventually, you know. But um, good, good thing. Oh, man. We uh, played everything. We played with Lee, Charlie. We played. We played. We, uh, the, the Rivera's, they always had uh, football equipment. We go play football in the Bo Vista. You know, yep. equipment, hey, but some of the equipment was funny. If you had a helmet, you had shoulder pads, but football pants, you sometimes you took couch cushions and, and you taped them around your legs. Oh, man, we had tape around your arms. But it was, I was, like I said, I wouldn't change that, that childhood memories of the Bay Village for nothing in the world. You know, that's why I met all my friends, all my all my great friends, you know, George, you know, Hector, Donald, Trey. That's where we all grew up, man. We all grew up there. Got Coach Adam saying, Dave Kahn, I'm Absolutely. always grateful. Love it, love it. That was actually a, that was a good podcast. I enjoyed it. Yes, Adam, definitely. But I remember him, his dad, you know, his dad is, every time I think of Adam, I think of his dad. Soft-spoken guy, but nicest guy in the world. But oh, yeah. but knew his business in the boxing ring. He knew his business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's see. Um, Ethan Victor. Let's see. Uh, shout out to your mom. Uh, shout out to your mom, Dave. That woman is a saint and a queen. Get her on this podcast, Charlie. I, uh, Nate, you're on the Nate, same page, man. Nate, Nate, thank you. Thank you so much. But at the same time, Nate, you ever been disciplined by Mr. C? <laughs> <laughs> She was the syllable lady. When she, when you got to the point where, don't get me wrong, every every disciplinary action that she took upon me was definitely earned by me. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> well deserving. But when she started, Rob, she, Charlie, she was a syllable lady. She was that I told you not to, and and, and go on, <laughs> boy, boy, Mrs. C disciplined you, but it made me who I am today. I wouldn't take exactly. it back. Like I said, there's not one. Well, there might have been one I didn't deserve where I took a beating for one of my sisters and come to find out later that it wasn't me. But, hey, it is what it was. You know, back then, a lot of you didn't tell me. I couldn't have a chance to. But, yeah. 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 It's a, oh, it's yeah. It says I caught the beats from her. Yeah, he probably oh, did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right on. Right on. Right on Chancery Street. You know? Oh, absolutely. This is season play. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, yeah, I, I traded in. Hey, I could picture I could picture Nathan across the street like uh like a Terrell Owens kinda he got the popcorn and he's yeah. <laughs> he just watching get yeah. watching me get a whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the Dave do now? What did Dave do now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was kind of a little clown back in the day, Charlie. Yeah. I think I got it from my dad. You know what I mean? My dad was 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 a comedian. Oh, he was too much that guy. He would get me in so much trouble. Every time he went somewhere, he would get me in so much trouble. Man. Yeah. 
Ah, yeah, see, that's why she has great sons and daughters. So true. Thank you for that. Whoever. Yeah, I think that's John. John. Whoever posted that, I don't see that, but yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, John. Thanks. Appreciate that, John. But yeah, Charlie, man, it's good to be on the show. And it's, 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 I'm loving it. I'm thinking of all the memories and there's just so many. I'm just trying to get them out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, the rumor is that you taught HB how to dance, man. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, if anything, I try to steal a few things from him. Yeah? You know? You know? It's funny you bring up his name. and Every time I think of, like, well, I think of my brothers. Those are my brothers. Like I said, Hector, Donald, Trey, you know, Robbie Mendy, Steve Taylor, Jimmy Estrella. I can go on. Myron Pini, you know what I mean? Those guys there, but. But we all, you know how, you know, you got good friends and you won't tell them certain things because you don't want their head to blow up. But, you know, you'll say it, but you won't say it to their face. Hector, Hector was a talented, and everything he touched, he was just talented. And every time I think of Hector, get back to Hector, I think of the talent alone that's in New Bedford, in our hometown, that somebody needs to document, like, the talent that, that's here. We had actors come out of here. Like Russ Ramis, you had, I didn't realize Russ Ramis did, did those movies. Okay, you had Russ Ramis. I don't know if people know, but me and Robbie Mendes found out a few years ago, the majority owner of the Golden State Warriors is from New Bedford. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. And how I we could. found out, I guess they somebody did an article on him in one of the Boston papers or something, and, and it came back because he said that he learned, he got his idea, learned basketball, he got his ideas about basketball from the Boys and Girls Club. He was a member there as a kid. And I guess they said, how do you end up in California? And Robbie can tell me if I'm doing the story wrong. But supposedly, you know, we were, we were also known as a textile, you know, city, obviously. But yep. his grandfather was, the, the guy's father was a manager at one of the plants. And it closed down and moved to California. So when he had to move down, you know, he went with him. And, you know, he lived in California. He's one of the majority owners of the Golden State Warriors. He's from New Bedford. And like I said, we can talk about, you know, actors that come out of here, the Hector Barrows, you know, seen the world. He danced around the world, you know, you know, through Maki Maki and the Funky Bunch, through his talent. Him and Scott Ross, you know, another mm -hmm. kid from New Bedford. They danced around the world. You know, and there's some things I'm sure that I'm forgetting. You know, we had a girl not too long ago, her last name Johnson, where she went America's Talent or whatever, America, one of them yep. shows. You know, it's, it's, you know, the Tavares, you know, it's, you can go on and on and on. Now I got to give a shout out to, I see my man, Greg, my man, Greg Smooth Simpson. Yeah, yeah, I do a podcast with him on Thursdays and talk about basketball players. You know, this is a guy that, you know, yeah, he had contracts with the NBA and stuff like that. But, but yeah, I got, I got to give a shout out to my man, Greg, real good, Greg, real good, real good man. Real Greg, good dude. I loved, I checked out one of your podcasts with him and, uh, definitely, uh, like tuning in, listening to him and, uh, remember him from basketball. So it was definitely mm -hmm. to see his face oh, again, yeah. you know, and, yeah. um, and he hasn't changed much, you know. He, oh, no. Yeah, oh, no, no, he hasn't. No. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, as, as we're sitting here, I'm thinking about New Bedford, you know, and the talent that comes out of here, David Lato, you know, coached multiple Division One basketball teams. I believe he, he was one of the coaches for Connecticut when they won the national championship. You know, it, it, the list goes on and on about New Bedford. I just think that it needs to be brought up you know frederick douglas came to new bedford yeah you know are you are you kidding me you know new bedford you know there's not many cities and towns around i'm sure that can compare to new bedford when, when he when he 
do the numbers like that. You know, and what yeah. we're talking about, the talent and oh, it's just Me too. It's, it makes you proud. Some you know, it makes you proud of New Bedford when you think about it, all the stuff that comes, but it just needs to be known. Some something needs to come out about it. It needs to be known, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I try to use this podcast for, to bring those educational, inspirational yeah. stories out. And, yeah. um, you know. A lot, a lot of Cape Verdeans. Yeah. yeah and most, a lot of people I just named the Cape Verdeans too, Charlie. You know. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It really is. I was, uh, I'll never forget um, the, uh, with the Tavaz. The Tavaz, um, it seemed like they always had a they always had a hit song, you know, with 76, oh, 86, known, 96. Known around the world. Yeah, there was there was something about that number six during the decades. Yes. You know, the yeah. numerous decades, they they always yeah. came up with some hit song. Right. And uh, right. I was telling Chubby that there's so many kids down south that name, you know, they call them Tavares. And right. There's so right. many kids right. down that way that just because of their hit songs, you know, and uh, you know, it was it was it was pretty high. The last I was trying to count them, and uh, you know, it was some book I had in Florida, and we're just counting, mm-hmm. you know, Tavares, who this, that, the other one, you know. So oh, absolutely. Uh, no, you, you um, talk about the the music, the music. You know, you talk about Tavares. Let's talk about the Antunes family, who mm-hmm. you know, who played around the world. They played with new kids on the block. You know, if I'm not mistaken, one of them even got picked up by Michael Jackson when he was doing one of his world tours. Not sure which one. Kevin, they say he's writing music for all these great artists from New Bedford, born and raised in New Bedford. You know, it's, it's just amazing that the, the talent that's here, that I wish that would be out there, people would know, if they don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. To get it out I mean, there look, because, oh. Look at that, William Carney, another one, Victor. You know, yeah, Victor there Peter. it is, look at that. Yes. His fan- and the Carnies, you know, still have kin here in the city, you know, with oh, the Cru- Cruz family, you know, so on yes. and so forth. So it, yes. It's, um, oh, it's, it's just so much history and, and talent that comes out of here. It's 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 amazing. It's amazing when you sit back and think and you start hearing. And it, and this and this name that I probably I'm not even mentioning that I can't think of that, you know, that I know it's just it's not coming to rock. You know, there's one that somebody put Dwayne The Rock. There's another guy. You see him with all hip hop artists, and he's working with them. You know, here he is out in California fulfilling his dream, and he's doing it. You know, yep. yeah. There's another one. Uh, it's Dwayne Kevin Antunes, who is uh, Madonna's director. You know, um, yes, Madonna. Uh, yeah. We're talking about Madonna. Yeah. You know, Kid from New Bedford was one was one of her directors. Madonna. You know, the, it's 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 just amazing. The uh, and. Just to go back to one of the names you mentioned was uh, Dave Lato. And uh, Dave Lato's mentor and the coach that hired him at UConn, um, uh, Coach uh, Kavanaugh. Jim Calhoun. Calhoun. Jim Calhoun. 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 Yep. I'm thinking of Billy uh, Kavanaugh from UMass, yeah. but Ka- yes. Calhoun. Coach Calhoun coached at Westport High School. Yes. People don't yes. realize that. You know? Yes, they yeah. said he played in summer leagues in New Bedford. Uh, yeah. He played, yeah, he played in summer leagues out here. From my understanding, that's what they told me. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, see what I mean? It's it's, it's amazing when you, when you think about it. You know, the, the history yeah. of, of New Bedford and the talent that comes out of here is, is second to none. You know, yeah. when you put it all together. I love this. Um, I learned something. Uh, a couple of things from the Senna family, and uh, uh, Corrine mentions this. So oh, another great family. family. And uh, 
this is a lot a lot of black history in New Bedford. Lewis Temple lived on Bedford Street. The walking tour around New Bedford tells you a lot about the black history in the city. There uh -huh. was um you know, Corrine brings out that fact check and um but she Absolutely. also bring up there was another um there was a local boxer, uh Tiger I forget what it was, but she and um and he lived right around the corner from you know, on Bedford Street or something. But oh, yeah. Another, yeah. another famous boxer worldwide. And, um, oh, yeah. So, and uh, oh, absolutely. How, about, how about this one? This is, I love this one, too. Um, uh, let's, let me see here. Hold on, Dave, one second here. No, that's okay. That's all right. Uh, um, you while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about, you know, you bring up the center family. It's funny because there's people like in our neighborhood, child, the baby was neighborhood where you, you know, as kids, we would do something wrong, be running around, throw maybe a little thing, nothing bad. But if you ran into that certain person, you stood up straight, you fixed your shirt, you know, thing. And, and I see Senator and, and Corrine's mother. Oh, my God. She was yeah. she was a blessing. Now, there's a few mothers out there that are that just they remind me of like uh, like how can I say this? You know, you watch these movies and there's that one figure that that doesn't have just have to look at you a certain way, but had that soft soul. You know, never yep. yelled this talk. Mr. Center definitely was one of them. And Bernadette's mother. Yep. Oh, yeah. Carol. Oh, my God. Was definitely, definitely one of them that I remember back in the Bay Ridley's days. But, oh, yeah. yeah we, I remember the story um, with Mrs. Center and uh, Mrs. Charlton, Francis Charlton. They were sitting yes. with me, and they were just kind of, you know, they're trying to educate me. I forget how old I was, um, but there was a there was um, a story they were telling me about you know Gome School and Carney and how those ladies were they were very inf inf uh, influential instru about getting those things, yeah. instrumental in doing that. There was these things and issues that they brought up, and one of the issues that they brought up was and they made sure that the city knew about it was that we need a community center so when the gome school and Connie got approved of all this money to build those schools and 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 doing all the different you know uh changes in the community and one thing that francis charlton and uh mrs mrs senna had talked about to the city was saying that these schools need to be opened up as a community center. And uh, and they made sure. And because of some of the money that they got, you know, it was due to those ladies speaking up, along with there's some other names I'm missing. Um, but, you know, you, you pay attention to the people that you that uh, are your mentors, and those two are my mentors, you know, teaching yes. and listening. And so, but, and I always bring that up. You know, especially when the city's kind of restricting us uh, how many time, how much we can use that school, and I always want to say that um, in the seventies, you know, there was uh, two women, Cape Verdean women, that brought out those issues. You know, mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. There's, there's the history again. There's the history again. But now that we're on the subject. Of, of talent in New Bedford, I'm going to talk about this one person that I still today amazes me when 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 he does something that I I'll send him and try to catch him, and and he and he and he, he I throw the pitch and he knocks it out the pocket every time, and that's that's you, Charlie Perry. 
Charlie Perry, there's times where you can send Charlie Perry a picture, a picture that has no words, no caption, nothing to it. And he'll say, and he'll look at that picture and he'll write within five to 10 minutes, something about that picture that blows your mind. I'm still amazed at how, how you do that. Like, you know, we all have a time, like my dad passed away. I still, you know, have my, my days. And there's been a couple of times where I sent you a picture and, and within five minutes, you had me back on my feet again, you know, just, okay, you know, we, we, we gotta, you know, we gotta do this. So talk about talent, you know, you're a, a, a great writer that beyond my, my expectations, every time I send you a picture, I send a picture, I think I got him this time and nope. And it's just amazing at how quick, and like I said, within five minutes, how you come back in. And I don't know if, if, if anybody out there knows it, but definitely Charlie's a great writer that you. You, should, you should have more books, you know, um, I, I appreciate it. And it, a lot of it is just kind of being, you know, sincere and, 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 you know, especially when it comes to you and I, there's, there's, I think I know enough of you to see that whatever picture you're sending me, what you're trying to portray, what you're trying to feel and 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 we had open discussions and uh, well we had discussions about a lot of things in our lives mm -hmm. you right. know and and, 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 and that's uh, what i mean but that's what i mean i don't want to say i'm just sending you a random picture i'm sending you a picture that 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 means something in that time and you hit the home run every time it's almost like i look at it and go how, how did he know that how did he know this is this is what i was looking at this picture and thinking or oh, this is what i was thinking when this picture was sent to you, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, I, I just, I, like I said, I, I'm a, I'm amazed at you when it comes to that. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah. Thank it's you amazing. I know somebody, I just want to say one of the things somebody also put up there and I can't, I can't go. I have to mention him that here's another guy with a soft soul that will, will, will reach out his hand to you at any time. And that's Jabril. You know, you yeah. talk about the history of New Bedford. He's one of the, the, the four that, that sat in, you know, in that cafe. I mean, what was it? Was it a cafe diner or whatever it was? And yeah, yeah, yeah. down the history down in, down in the Carolinas. That he's in history books and, he, and he's New Bedford's own, you know, mm -hmm. the history that it's, it's in history books everywhere. And he, like I said, going back to New Bedford, here we are. But Jabril Kazan, what a great man. Great yeah, man. He, always one, always has his hand out for you. He's actually, uh, you know, since you mentioned his name, uh, he's actually uh, personally looking for an apartment in the West End area. So anyone that has an apartment open, you know, for Jabril, he definitely He'd looking be the for best, a place. He'll be the best tenant you have. And guess what? If he is one of your tenants, you have a, a tenant that it'll be history making because you have a yeah. historian, documented historian in your in your apartment. Yeah, and he's gonna. Yeah, see, Corey says it right. You know, like I said, I always have trouble saying things sometimes, but Corey says it right, right there. Charlie has a way with words that help lift you up. Absolutely, absolutely. I um. Absolutely, he's one of those guys that can put it down on paper for sure. Try to write every day, you know, and uh, just to kind of do that, and uh, you know, it, it's, you know, I always reflect that. I I thought. That my poetry was gonna stop until um, I met uh, Al Karen from Keith Middle School um, when I was a school resource officer there, and uh, he kind of encouraged the writing, and uh, he got me back to writing because um, 
when we were at the high school, participated in the uh, NAACP Axel Awards. And, uh, you know, we had, uh, you know, I, I did pretty well in the state. I think I came in second in the state. And, uh, you know, not to be on my soapbox, but what it, it's getting back to my writing. During that time that we were in that competition, uh, someone had said, uh, um, well, you know, Charlie, I don't, I don't think you have it. And, um, you, uh, you're not just, you're not at the level of the competition here. And, um, so that stuck with me and it actually put me in a writer's block, you know, where I wasn't going to write anymore. Um, only because that, that hurt me. Um, and, I, I I never forget that, and until this day, that that hit me, and I reflect on it a lot. But however, you know, that came from a those harsh words came from, and I took them as harsh, came from a teacher, and that stopped me from writing. And then later on, two thousand eight, another teacher came, and inspired me, and that was Al Karen from Keith Middle School. He um, and I'm, I'm so happy that uh, you know. He encouraged me because now I got what 15, 16 books thanks to him, and um, I really appreciate it. And the, the words you give uh, definitely hit me in the heart and mean a lot to me. So, but um, oh, absolutely, absolutely, we gotta find we got we gotta do a, a really Charlie podcast where we reverse the roles. We gotta get somebody, you know, to host you, you I, know, I, I, and, and I'm gonna put a suggestion. You know, we talked about it yesterday. I want Michelle. I want Michelle <laughs> to host a Charlie, a really Charlie podcast with you as the guest. Yeah, she. <laughs> but you definitely, yeah, people need to know your story too, Charlie. You know, because you definitely have one. You know, for the things that you believe in, you always fight for what you believe in. You know, to the point where you 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 ran for mayor. You know, that, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That because you had, you know, strong beliefs of what the city could be and what it could do and what it needs, that that you you jumped on the opportunity. To say there's only one way to get this done, and, and and you you did it. You know, you went out there and you ran for mayor. Now that in itself alone is, I said, you know, you you amazed me a lot a lot of times. And that was definitely one of them. You know, you not only did you say it, but you did it. And you know, that's what people need to see. And say, hey, there's only one way to find out if you're going to get it or not is is to do it. You know. Yeah, it's uh, politics was um was a rude awakening. But it was a very proud moment. I enjoyed it. Um, got some reality, you know, got a reality check with different things and, and understood um, that, you know, you can fight the fight. But sometimes you're fighting and you're, you're fighting with a group of people and, and they're there with you side by side. And, uh, you know, and then sometimes people fall off and, but you still got to fight the fight. And even if you're standing alone, you continue to stay, stand on the truth. And what, that's what Absolutely. I did. I stood on, stood on the truth. And whether I was doing it with a group or doing with, doing it all by myself. And, you know, I'm never by myself because I have friends like you and family that I have that are always going to be there for me. Absolutely. Um, but, but at I the same time, like I said, you know, you might've thought that you didn't, didn't win, but, there were a lot of things that, that you brought out that people didn't know that, you know, I, I call those wins. You know? yeah. 
like all those wins, you know. And and you, you know, to say you lost, no, I want to say the big thing. One of the things that I think Robbie Mendes taught me was there's no such things as wins and losses. It's called wins and learns. Mm-hmm. It says instead of losing, you're gonna learn from that, you know. And 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 y'all lost, you know. You know, they say you lost a Mario race, uh, but but we learned a lot from that. You know, we we the people in the community learned a lot of what New Bedford, you know, there's some things that New Bedford that are that are going on that are not so good. And you brought it up. You know, there was some if you look at it, there were some streets that I remember that were a little bumpy. Mm-hmm. But during your campaign, all of a sudden they got fixed because you brought it up. Yeah. Did you know it's what I mean? Huge. You know, it's you know, and that's only a little piece of of the puzzle there that that things that you've done to this for the city that got done because of the fact on how you were running your campaign or running, just running in general. Yeah, there was, there was, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this up and I'm not sure. And I usually remember a lot of conversations you and I have, but um, one of the things that, you know, if oh, I hate when you say it, this, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. But one of, one of the things that I really wanted to, uh, to do once I was elected, was, uh, you know, because a lot of things were going on. And one of the things I wanted to do is, is uh, have a, um, a Pop Warner field. And the Pop Warner field named after your dad. Um, and, wow. and, and, and that's what I wanted to do. And, and because I, I've actually, it was so many, there was some figures that I had that, um, that I had in, in my head and and i was searching countrywide had all those documentations down and um i didn't think it was out of reach i definitely you know and i knew where i was going to try to introduce it you know as far as where it would go um and and the place it would go is actually where he stood over the last few decades and that's at bonwood park right there was there was there was you know that that area I understand what it's used for now, but I also said that, you know what, I get that. I definitely get that. Yeah. With the two baseball fields there, the softball fields, but this is what I want to do. Yeah. And um, and it was going to get done, you know, one one shape or form. Renika, right. uh, so, you know, be proud, as it says on the bottom, keeping that constitutional tradition alive and well. Yeah. And, and but you I thank you. For, I, I definitely thank you for that. That definitely. But yeah, not to, you know, because he's my dad and everything like that. But it wasn't just my dad. It was it was my mom, you know, when it came to the football. And everybody knew when it was football season, because if you drove by Butwood Park during football season between 530 and 8, it was no parking. Cars loaded on both sides. They probably had over, I had to take my, definitely over 100 kids doing something, you know, for, on their team, on the different teams they had. Their parents were out there. I always called that, you know, my own little thing that when I would drive, because I would always stay away from their football thing because, you know what I mean, as me as their son, no, you know, it was just a little hectic at times, but they stuck through it. And I always call, I didn't call it practice, I called it a celebration. Every time I drove by that park during the football season, I would just go, this is just amazing. And I sat up in my seat if I was driving. You know what I mean? Sat up in my seat because this is a proud moment. You know, that a lot of people don't know that my dad, his last year coaching football, when he told, I remember him telling us, 
was my last year of playing midget football. Midget football, what are you, 12, 13 years old? Yeah. Was supposed to be his last year. That year came around, he said, no, nah, I got to do it. You know, then he made a excuse, Derek's coming up. My younger brother's coming up. So after he's done, I'll give it up. Charlie, over 30 years later, I mean, actually 40, 40 years later, he still did it. Mm-hmm. Did it till he couldn't do it no more. Exactly. You know, I, he had the love. And like I said, it wasn't just him. I don't want to say he did it because Mr. C was right out there with him. Oh, yeah. Yo, you know that. Definitely. That, that... Definitely behind. You know, beside. I'm not going to say behind because I'll get yeah. it. Beside every great man, <laughs> there is a great woman. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it was the family. And then my sisters got involved. But, yeah, and, and, they... and amazing, you know. And he, anybody in those that combination, that, that, that team of your mom and your dad knows that to get things done, they had to do it together. Absolutely. It was only, it was only as good as both of them. And, uh, you know, I know that very well. And I just kind of mistook. Who said that? Mistook. Who, who was that famous, uh, famous Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna go down. I'm gonna go back here further a bit, and um, only because I'm a good friend of yours. Oh man, here we go. But but I I gotta do this here, and um, only because we've talked about this numerous times. In fact, uh, one of our mutual friends uh, on the board with you, Johnny Seed. We had a a conversation (laughs) about it, but, uh, it, I can't find it now. That's, that might be fake Dave, man. I can't find his comment. Good, good, good. But but there's another guy that I won't tell him to his face again. We have our, you know, we have our little things where we go at it, but great man, great family, you know, the seeds, you know, great for his dad, his mom, his sister, him, the great, great people. Yeah, it is great people. Yeah. yeah, they actually helped me out with a lot, especially you know John Seed, senior, um, was one of my coaches, and 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 later on we become better. We became good friends, and and he right. was always looking out for me. And um, yes, he he knew I wanted a coach, and he was the main reason why I was coaching at New Bedford High School, and the football program it was because of him. Yeah. Um, can we find out why Dave hates Paul Pierce so much? And if they don't know by now, <laughs> they'll never know. You know what I mean? It, 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 the dude is. I mean, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm a Celtic fan, and he just, you know, I, I know how you feel, man. He kept me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, how many people right now are, are, are on edge. They want to know. <laughs> Yeah, like like a John Shops. Yeah, like a John Shops. Another Charlie. There's another one. Yeah. That that that's that I love to death. You know, and I consider him a brother. You know, talk about family. Oh, great family. I call his son my nephew. You know, he's the only. I'm gonna pull up the story. He's probably gonna laugh. He's the only kid that I know that pulled off. That you know, John is Portuguese. You know, yep. Portuguese is, you know, Portuguese family. 
And I'll never forget the day I was watching the Cape Verdean Parade and his son is riding on the back of one of the, you know, uh, things there. And he has a Cape Verdean flag wrapped around him because uh-huh. he won the Cape Verdean scholarship. Yeah. And I said, and then, the, then a week later, I find out that he wins a scholarship because he goes to Northeastern. It was an African, like Nigerian type scholarship that he was the only you know minority <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah and he was the minority in the, in the building and he receives a scholarship but not only that charlie the kid fits right in oh yeah he's one he of those does. guys that you know and i attribute that to his parents the way his parents raised him you know including his aunt fatima yeah. you know the Thank way you. they raised yeah. him they raised him right you know he judges he's one of the people that i like to say you know he gets he judges people by the content of their character and that, and that goes to show, you know, a reflection on his parents and his Aunt Fatima. You know, I love the kid to death. I call him my nephew. And I feel the same way about his dad and his mom. It, it, it's, they're amazing people. Jeez. But he's, he's another one that wants to know why. I actually, I, I named him. I named Nick. His, his name, his true name was, is, is Charlie Shops. Oh, but, see? Hey, hey. Yeah, see? I used to have trouble, see? See? But Nick, yeah, yeah, and like I said, and still today, the guy, the kid, you know, they raised an amazing kid, yeah, you sure know, did. and he and he's doing things, you know, and like I said, it's a it's a testament to his parents, and I gotta throw in his aunt, his aunt, uh, his aunt Fatima, because she's right there, absolutely. Yeah. Fatima, you know what she did? She gave Shab some pictures of me at high school. Yeah, and, see, yeah, she was on a yearbook club, you know, and she had all them pictures for years, so you know. Yes. So Shaz, yes. Shaz, Shaz is, uh, you know, he, she made his day. She made her big brother's day. You know, yeah. when she came up, mm-hmm. she showed him some pictures with me and my jean coat, my big Michael oh, Jackson see. pin, my oh, man. Uh, one glove. <laughs> I want to see. She's going to send me one of those. I want to see. I want to see one of those. They, they still got it, you know. So yeah, I'm sure. they broke it up. Yeah. And he said, look, Charlie, and, and he's a good dude, man. He's. He says, uh, he said, I got to show you something, but don't be mad at me, you know. And uh, so he shows me the picture, and I was like, and I was in shock. I remember taking that picture, but I was actually like, oh my god! So he made my day, and I was kind of yeah. laughing about it, you know. And it's still somewhere. He's gonna post it eventually. I know he will. But uh, the uh, that that was funny. So, but I got back at him. I said, hey. How does it feel that your sister kept my picture for all those years? <laughs> oh, see, see, there you go again. See, see, but no, the, the great the Shah's family, great, great family. Yeah, like I said, those great. those are one of the people that are, like I said, they're on my top shelf. There, you know, like I said, I, I don't call them friends; I call them brothers. Yeah, and and, and uh, Shah's definitely, definitely yeah. a brother. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean that I think of you know friends of any less. Doesn't mean friends are still at a good pedestal. But there are yeah. some people I just call my brother, and he's definitely one. I'm glad he chimed in because I didn't mention him earlier. Like I said, I'm just, you know, think of get names and stuff like that. Not that I'm here for that, but uh, I'm glad he, he chimed in. Yes. He's a good brother. Um, actually, you know the story about Fatima breaking curfew? No, I, didn't, I never heard that one. Hey, she, she broke curfew, curfew, so she asked her brother to come pick her up. Well, she was in New York City. 
Oh, I'm sure they weren't happy there. Oh, man. I like know how that turned out. Oh, man. You know he's laughing right now, right? Yeah, he's laughing. yeah he is. <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. Oh, man. But, but another great man. Great man. Absolutely. I'm glad. Like I said, you know, like a lot of like a lot of things of like when I made the transfer from the, the Boys and Girls Club to to what, you know, what we do now. And, uh, you know, I, I, it, it was a good career. You know, I'm still I'm still doing it. But a lot of the things that I'm when I sit there and I say, you know, was it worth leaving the Boys and Girls Club? It'll never be worth leaving the Boys and Girls Club because uh, you, know, you watch kids grow up. But then now you're not there anymore. You don't see them grow up on that level. Yeah. So that'll never be with, but, but on the other side of that, Charlie, again, I always go back to my mother always told me, put great people around you and great things happen. And, and, and Charles is one of those people, you know, like I said, there's, there are, there are a few other names that I just can't think of that I mentioned that I just can't think of right now. And like I said, the only reason why I, I you know, he popped up his name and, and boom, there it is. You know, yeah. he's, he's my brother. He's definitely my sure. brother. Yeah, he's a good man, and absolutely. I don't care, I don't care what he he call me anytime, just like you. Absolutely. The, uh, the we have um, you know, uh, earlier this week we had guys like uh, that are coaching now. You know, we had guys that are praising you. You know, from uh, Dwayne Pina, Jordan Pina, oh. you know those oh, guys man. coaching. Shoot, now. Another top shelf right there. See what I mean about this? Here we go talking about. They always bring it back to New Bedford. New Bedford doesn't. If they don't know, they better know now. You know what I mean? New Bedford got so much talent out here and great people that are doing things that you know. I, I, to me, it's not talked about enough. You know, you mentioned, like I said, you mentioned a few names. Here we go. You know, you talk about Dwayne Pina and Jordan Pina. Look what they're doing in in, in the sport of basketball. True. But but the thing is, they remind me of like Dwayne. I, but both of them played for Robbie Mendes, yeah. and I'm sure they can attribute some of it to Robbie Mendes, but also attribute some of it to their parents because they got great parents. Frankie yes. and Stephanie, great people. Oh, they come awesome. from a great family, you know. But you can attribute that they don't teach you just basketball. They teach you the game of life. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I was to give like Robbie Mendes an award of, of, of his biggest achievements and Dwayne, Dwayne Pena be another one, it wouldn't be because they had so many wins in basketball and they, they it would be because they taught kids life. Yeah. You more, you learn more about life, you know, with, you know, playing under these, these people, you know, the Robbie, Dwayne, the Jordans, th- then you do basketball. You know, it's, it's just, it's just amazing. You know, then when you learn about life, you attribute to the game of basketball and you become a better player. You know, it's, 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 it's amazing. You know, it's, it's just, you know, I don't want to talk about them no more because like I said, Robbie's head is probably, you know, he can't even get out the room now, but it, but, the, the, but the, but the funny part about it, it's, it's all 100% pure truth. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's just. It's just amazing, like I said, of some of the people that we have around here that to me it's not talked about enough and it's not uh, noticed enough. Yeah. We, you know, it's, it's, it's the things that Dwayne and Jordan are doing, things that, you know, it's just, you know, I'm glad you brought up that Dwayne, that Dwayne's name. Yeah. You know? Then I like to get some of these, these local families on here, you know, and uh, uh, 
in Westlawn, it's the you know the old Berry family. I like to get them. Oh, the, uh, amazing! The, uh, amazing. Today, I was uh, very happy to speak to Jeff McCoy today. Yes, to another amazing guy. Yep. Um, you know, the Holtman family, the Johnson oh, family. You know, they yeah, all speak for themselves. You know. Yep. Like to get when, you, when you say family. It's funny because when you say family, when you mention the Johnsons and, and, and the Hultmans, it's 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 so funny because they have family within that family that doesn't have the same last name as them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. they treated everyone like family. So true. You know, it, it's, it's, it's just amazing. You know, it was one of those goes back to the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were. The Hultmans, the the Johnsons, you know, it's it's it can go on, you know, there's and there's plenty more, plenty more families out there, you know, that it, it just goes on and on, you know, it's it's amazing, it really is. Speaking of families, you know, the Wahlberg family suffered a loss today, and it affected yes. one of our friends, you know, and, and affected a lot of people from the city. But you yes. know, it, it when we think about that, we think about you know. Scott and Hector and, and yes, you know, yes, and, they were very, very, very close with with Mrs. Walberg. Yes, and you know, and may she rest in peace. Yeah, true. Your stories are so true. You yes, know, uh, they definitely. Um, <laughs> I mean, just look, look what she was able to do. You know. Oh, absolutely. And they, you know, they wasn't. They didn't have a silver spoon in their mouth either. You know. And, oh no, no, not at all. Not at all. You know, I had the fortunate, you know, the fortune of going up time, you know, going up there a couple of times with Hector and meeting them. And, and Charlie, the first day you met them, they, they, you know, they treated you like, like they knew you for years, and you were just, you know, one of the boys, you know, right, right from, right from the day one, you know. And you would think that, you know, with like Donnie's popularity and Mark's popularity, that you know, they probably getting people to try to, you know, get to them all the time. But because I came with Hector and Scott, it was like. No, you like one of the boys. Come on, call me by name. You know, here we go. You know, I, there's a few stories I can tell that you know things that that made you feel like that. You know, one time we had a you know just to give you a real quick, we had a show in Boston and I got there late. Everybody knows I'm always late for everything. You know, Robbie and Steve, I'm like you know they're laughing right now. <laughs> it's CV time. And uh, you wasn't late today, man. No, I wasn't late today. No, <laughs> but uh, it was outside, Charlie. Hundreds and hundreds of people in line. You know, I remember I looked at Mark came to the door. He looked, you know, to look, just probably looked to see at the people, you know, and I, I kind of like, oh, there's Mark. And, hey, and he picked me up, like I said, because he remembered the time I met him, you know, called me in and we went in, and, you know, just that and the other. And, hey, Dave, come on, come on. Yeah, I, you know, I felt like, you know, everybody get out of my way, get out of my way. You know, here I come, you know. But uh, yeah, that's, and that's the kind of people they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Wildberry family was like that because they appreciate it because, like you said, they didn't grow up with a, with a civil Spoon in their mouth, you know. Yeah. yeah. I got to give one one shot. I seen Carla. Carla, what a sweetheart. Her and her sister yeah, well, yeah. both. Oh, Definitely. what sweethearts they are, you know. And I'm gonna throw it out there. She is the owner of the Novo Mundo Restaurant on Colony Street, best chicken, rice, and fries in the city. But mm -hmm. she's she's a sweetheart. Yeah. You know, even if she didn't have the chicken and French fries and thing, everybody knows I love my food. Even yeah. if she didn't have that, she is a sweetheart. Her and her sister both. Are amazing people, nice people very, that would do anything yeah. for you if they could. Absolutely, very, very, 
very proud to call her my friend also and um absolutely uh, yes she's uh got a kind uh, I, I just you know i'm glad that her and i had conversations with me kind of patrolling that area and actually and going in and out of there and we eventually established a friendship that uh is very dear to me right uh, and then you know she's no nonsense person you no know, she definitely she's oh, no. you know she knows she knows her stuff and you know, i'd love to have her on here um, oh absolutely one, it was one show we had and it was on new bedford guide and i was actually with them you know while they were kind of talking to her about you yeah know, the uh covid and all that so, but i'll tell you a story about carla um she was uh you know she made me laugh this day you know we're talking and uh so this this bus driver you know is going up to up to her. it goes up to her i'm paraphrasing here and he goes up to her and he says uh Hey, I know you. You're the chicken lady. And she was like, you, you know, Carla, get that face. You know, oh, that yeah. Kid. Oh, absolutely. How would you like me to call you the bus driver? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Charlie, I can picture her doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and, and, and if her sister Claudia was there, she would be laughing her behind off because that happened. Yes, yes. Yeah, and Claudia, another, like you said, her sister, not just Carla, but her sister's a great person. You know, and I'm gonna put it out there. If anybody watched that insurance policy looked at, get Claudia a call. Cause she's true. She'll show you the ins and outs. She's an expert at the insurance world. That's awesome. for sure. Awesome. Um well well my brother, let's um Yeah, I know we got plenty we, more to we, talk about, but we only have so much time. And I know a lot of it when people chime in, it makes it hard, you know, when people chime in and they say nice comments and we all have stories and we talk about them and, and we know a lot of the same people and, and sometimes we have the same stories, but absolutely. I can see the time is ticking. Well, and, yeah. uh, it's all good. I mean, we could do this. I mean, actually we got a, we did a trial run yesterday and we were on for a long time yesterday. Yeah. We yeah. Right, Cause we just kept going on and on and on. Right. Yeah. And we didn't, we probably didn't even tap on any of the stuff that we talked about yesterday, but yet it was still, you know, a great show, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's just a great show, child. You know, it brought back yeah. a lot of memories, and I got to see a lot of people that I ain't spoke to in a long in a long time. You know, and, and it feels good that you know when they mentioned the comments of stuff that happened when I while I was at the boys club working there. You know, and it it, it, it affected them, and it's still you know, and they still remember that that that's a good feeling. You know what I mean? That's sure definitely true. a good feeling. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah. and. uh we have, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm so glad you put this, you know, this really Charlie, you know, I don't know if I should thank you or Michelle, but like I said, I, I've, I've watched every show, just about every show that you've done. If I haven't watched it live, I usually go back and watch it. And uh, yeah, and, and, it, and it was funny. It's, it's amazing that I don't know if people caught the, the show of you and your papa, the papa show. That, that was just so cute. And, you know, so I bet you a lot of people that had a hard day at work or going through something right now, when they watch that, they smile. Yeah, you know, because that—that's what that was. Definitely, definitely that. Was. I got uh two more coming on, uh two more grandchildren coming on, uh, and we're gonna try to do another one with those two, and they're yeah. all different. They all got their own personalities. They all do the craziest things, you know, and uh, and it's funny because when you mentioned about you know Soraya saying, uh, you know, 
comment below and click and like it. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so I tell you, she watches your shows. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, as I ask all my guests, you know, who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? To be honest with you, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with because he commented a few times. I'm gonna go with two people. I would like to see Juan uh, Schwaz, Juan Schwaz, and and Stephen Taylor. Yeah. You know, because Stephen Taylor, you know, hey, we joke and we laugh and this, that, and the other. But that guy, that guy has some some amazing stories to tell and, and the things that he's done. I don't know. I bet you there's nobody watching this podcast right now and is going to watch it that ran multiple multiple hundred mile marathons okay and it and, and he wasn't getting paid to do it actually he was doing it for charity mm-hmm. okay he was doing it to help a friend that's a great friend you know and he ran a hundred miles i think he did maybe three or four of them all in for a charity for this particular friend of his and that's 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 kind of, that's the kind of hot that that steve taylor has so I would like to see definitely see Steve Taylor on here, you know. We, we definitely and John Charles and John Charles another one that hey, to me he beat the odds. Here's a mm-hmm. kid that came over here young age, and he he's reached the highest plat- plateau in the profession that he chose. Yeah, you know, yeah. And still at a young age, you know, for for that position that he's in now. I was I was waiting to hire him too. Oh, absolutely! I was ready. I was yeah, ready. I, I, I tell you, New Bedford, New Bedford. Obviously, we have a, a chief of police that's retiring now. Hey, he's retiring. His time is up. He gave, you know, he chose to retire. So there's an opening. John Charles. Yeah, would be a definitely. perfect chief for the city of New Bedford. You know, sure would. I don't know if he wants to do it or not, but he's definitely a great candidate for it. That's for sure. And I'm sure there's plenty more candidates, but he's definitely a great candidate. It sure is. He's he's probably mad at me for saying that, but yeah, don't worry about him. Oh, we, we got we got his it. wife. He get over it. We got his sister and his wife on our side. We ain't even worried about yeah. him. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We, Why why worry about somebody like him when you know we got the kung fu fighters on our side? You know, yeah, you got they got that right. You got that right. <laughs> but I, I I definitely want to get those can those people on here. And yeah. I will, I will, um, and, and I'd like to see Robbie Mendes again, Robbie, Robbie, yeah. Robbie just gave you a smidgen. What a great podcast you have, but he gave you a smidgen of, of what needs yeah. to be told in a sense. You know, the guy is, is like I said, he has stories to tell and people's life that he affected in a, in a positive way, yeah. you know, millions, millions of kids. All right. Yeah. But uh, okay. I know that, you know, like I said, the time is ticking, but I'm going to steal something from you. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I always watch your show to the end, and you can say it again if you want. But the show's coming to an end. Hopefully, you know, we Charlie brings me on again because we have plenty more to talk about. But an ending, wash those beautiful faces. A mask, I'm sorry, mask those beautiful faces, wash and hand size those hands. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh man, and it, you know what? And I don't even that's a good closing, and um. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. We're going Steve Taylor, I got a date for you. It's uh the twenty seventh. And if you don't take it, then I'm gonna be calling John Shobbs and he can take it. 
you know, but we definitely got to get them on here. And uh, that's my available spot. Yeah. I'm still not rude. I'm sorry, Charlie. Prayers going out to Steve Taylor's mom. She's in the hospital right now, and hopefully, and wishing her a speedy recovery. And hope things, hope things are as good as they can be at this yeah. time and get better. True. Absolutely. Took the words out of my mouth, man. Yes, God bless, sorry, Mrs. Yeah. Taylor. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. All right, brother. Well. All right, my man. Hey. Pleasure was mine. I'd like to do this again some other time, you know, again. And like I said, we'll maybe write things down so we get to the subject that we were going to get to. But, hey, it was still a great show. And we'll do it yeah, again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, maybe we should co-host and then get Robbie back on here. We'll be the co-host. That, we'll be would, be, that would be a show. Yeah. We might have to charge. We got to charge admission for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, we'll do that. But absolutely. absolutely. All right, brother. All right, my man, Thank you got it, child. Thank you. Me, give me a holler. All right. Oh, you know where to find me, brother. God bless. Same here. Thank you. All right. Hey, hey, man, there's, like Dave likes to say, you know, his closest friends, he calls them their bro his brother, his brothers, and um, that's the same with me and him. I would tell that man pretty much anything that I tell my brothers, you know, my sister, um, definitely would share. I would have no, no secrets when it comes to that dude. I tell him, you know, facts and, um, and would, wouldn't mind sharing his, you know, hearing his advice so he can guide me, you know, the right way. And, um, but he's, he's definitely a good dude. Um, there's not enough words, you know, not enough words I can actually say about him other than that, you know, I love him. Uh, that, that speaks for itself. That could, that could be, you know, go in a lot of directions and, and love means a lot to me. And I love that dude and I'm glad he took the time to come on this show and really talk to y'all. So David Consatio is keeping that tradition alive, that Consatio tradition alive where he's you know leading by example teaching people guiding people you know coaching people and uh and actually helping people with their lives you know day in and day out and uh i am so glad he's part of my life we're going to continue on with these podcasts throughout the week i have someone on tomorrow candida rose and um and then we have another show on Friday. So, um, great, great people coming up. So I'm very, very, very happy. Thank you for listening and viewing the Really Charlie podcast. Really means a lot to me. And uh, feel free. If you want someone to come on, leave a comment section. Leave a name in the comment section. Uh, I'll try to get those people on the podcast. Get a lot of dates in May. Um, that I can play with and uh, get those people on. God bless. Thank you. To Mr. and Mrs. Consatio, thank you for raising a great family, especially David Consatio. Hats off to you guys. God bless. Stay blessed.